What? Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Please clap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. We, we started off with a Jeb Bush moment. Oh, Please right. clap. <laughs> oh, my God. That, this is us peaking right now. Do you feel it? Do you feel your career on fire? We're at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal. Yes. I have an idea for you on a joke. Okay, can I just say this? What? It's so nice to be here at the Montreal Comedy Festival where I can be ignored in person. Oh, Instead of just for decades over the internet. Uh, just haircuts walking by me, just fucking fucking me off. Just oh my going, god. Yeah. I had the the best and I have a witness to it, but I I'll uh, I you, will write her name down. Hold on. Okay, you to. have a thousand uh, you have a thousand stories you want to tell me at uh, at once. At once. Okay, hold Do on. You, so this woman saw it. So this I'm just I don't want to get her in trouble in case the executive will be like, hey, that was me. But uh, it's her, okay? So, oh, I know that person. Yes, she's there. Right. We go uh, here at the, the live that... show. By the way, you get to see the name at the live all show. She... That's why everyone should come to see the live. She can confirm comedy. that I wasn't lying. That's all I'm saying. It, and and she did this. She didn't do it. So I was talking to her, that lady who's who you're you're all gonna see. Okay, and um, <laughs> whether or not some, you know her, somebody walks up. A young woman walks up, and yep. she's wearing light blue. So yep. she's uh, she's not a performer, right? So she's an executive. That her uh, her her, oh, her uh, lanyard. Her lanyard, yes, or her badge, the uh, rope, or not oh, the rope. You know what color called? the different lanyard? Good for yeah, you. Yeah, now I know how to t- who to talk to, Jackie. All right, I'm just, <laughs> you avoid the light blues. Okay. Uh, that's how you d- have avoid a career. Avoid the light blues. <laughs> I just look for a three hundred dollar haircut and I turn around. Uh, so okay, so so those two were talking, and I, I thought it was a comic at first. I thought she was a comic at first, yeah. and then she didn't even look at me. There was a, it was just the three of us in this little corner of the Hyatt bar. Yeah. And, uh, and so finally our friend says, Oh, Hey, do you know Lori? Right. And I stick out my hand and there's nothing else to distract you. My hand right. is right out there. Yep. And she turns away to somebody else and just starts a conversation. Oh, I was like, what? And, and I asked this girl, I go, did you see that? She goes, yeah, let's go. This is really uncomfortable. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. And yeah. I've been, I don't even want to go out to the Hyatt, but I've been looking for that bitch every night since then. <laughs> I want to introduce myself to her. I want to make her meet me. Yeah, exactly. You're not that, wrong. That, I, 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 that was deliberate. And my witness will, uh, will testify that it was deliberate because she was shocked as well. Right. And, okay. uh, and did you know who the exec was? No. no. I mean, she, kind of, she said who it was in it. But who, you can't the remember. Ne- the network, yeah. Uh, but I, I want to find her myself. I hope she's here. <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting. Wait. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> wait, you had an idea for a joke of mine. Okay. So, um, the, the thing where they think everyone thinks you're the shitty middle aged white yeah. lady, do the hashtags afterwards. So, get them on. So, everyone thinks you're uh, Barbecue Betty or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, do that afterwards. Just just explain it up top. Everyone thinks I'm that middle-aged white lady that's calling the cops on black people. Right. And then they're there with you. And then do you could do 40 of those tags. You could oh, just I keep could make going. up my own tags. Yes. Wait. Yes. It's called writing comedy, you guys. <laughs> Interesting. I tend to just tell a real story and hope everyone laughs. Boo. 
So uh, I like lies. <laughs> I, like, I like comedy that I lies. I like lies. <laughs> but yeah, you that do. could go crazy. And then you call it back 50 times. All right. But I think I got a little greedy with my uncle callbacks on this set. But you know what? No. I set it up for a reason. Exactly. I love talking to Jackie when she's making notes. It's, it's great. A, it's it's a, a, I feel well, like Jackie just... out on the Hyatt <laughs> convention floor right now, being it's, totally um... ignored. Uh, no, you're right. Dude, you're... I'll tell you that after the show. Okay? You will you not. You'll forget. Write the whole it's thing not right okay. Down. It's not okay. all right. All right. Anyway, so I was having breakfast at the Expectations, you guys. My favorite. Why wouldn't I? So good. I just had a second day of high-rise pancakes there. Oh, wow. All yeah. right. Uh, I have this to say. Uh, it's hard to get out of this building, and I don't like it. I don't <laughs> I, like I it. There, every it. door in this Hyatt uh, doesn't lead. To, I literally, before my show last night, I'm wandering in that mall going, where is the, where is the outside? <laughs> Does anyone know where the sun is being kept? I, I'm tired <laughs> of getting SOS texts from you. Where am I? <laughs> Taking pictures of various ballrooms. Where am I? <laughs> but I, uh, I have no sense of direction. I've never had a sense of direction. I don't get a lot of my self-esteem for my sense of direction, <laughs> so I don't care if you hate my sense of direction. Uh, but there is a magnet next to the, the compass in my brain. Uh, if we lived in an earlier time, I would not be alive. I would have been murdered by an animal. But that, so, for, for your eyesight, not even for your compass. Oh, for all, any number of things. The fact that, <laughs> that my foot hurts. Uh, other people could outrun uh, me, and then the bear would get me. There's a bumper sticker in there somewhere, you guys. Just <laughs> dig around a little bit. Okay, Look, you're descending into some riff I've, hell I yeah. can't get you out of. Okay. But, but, <laughs> um, don't write everything down. I have to write things down because we'll Kyle. Figure out titles. Kyle needs words. I um, am outraged at our time slot. I know you're outraged at our time we, slot. As we, six people get up and realize that Andy Kindler's uh, state yeah, of the started seven is. minutes ago. The one where see where all the seats are. <laughs> the, the, all the people that they thought would be sitting here are watching the only thing anyone wants to see, which is Kindler's state of the industry. I'm which, desperate to hear you and you talk about stand-up comedy. As are these 37 people. <laughs> there you go. 34. Okay. Uh, <laughs> How awesome that you fucking counted them. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I just eyeballed But I mean, it. you know, we were both going to be up here, so we, I, I, said, I, I said, hey, why don't we, hey, let's do a podcast. And so easily it happened. I was like, wow, why is that time slot so available? And they said yes immediately. Right. So uh, I'm going to finish my expectation, though, thing. Sorry. Which is, no, no, that's okay. Right next to me, I'm having, I'm, I was having an industry breakfast, you guys. Uh, which was just me and Dan Dion having breakfast. <laughs> so oh, hey. uh, that's uh, and he's in the industry. He's in a industry. Uh, we're doing yep. something textiles. Yes. So, uh, but uh, next to us, Jim Norton. Yeah. Jim Norton and his pile of haircuts that work for him, right? <laughs> so, um, oh, his people or other comics? His people. Oh, okay. They they didn't. Sorry, they didn't seem funny. Uh, <laughs> okay. So they, they, were his they seemed enormously efficient. Uh, Is that something? Uh, yes. So it, I didn't recognize him because he's lost like 60 pounds. Yes, he's so very I, slender. He probably recognized me because I've gained 30. So it's important. <laughs> uh, and, but he's, uh, so there was a hair in his breakfast. Oh. Yeah. And he held it up for like almost a minute so that everyone could, and he said, there's a hair. And I could only think, worse things than that have been in your mouth, sir. <laughs> 
just eat your breakfast, build an immune system. But nope, he had to hold it up. The guy came over, he replaced his breakfast, yeah. and then the bill came, yeah. and Norton wouldn't pay it. Oh. And I was like, wow, the tiniest amount of, uh, of power leads to uh, Canadian dollar. Uh, <laughs> it's 75 cents on the dollar right now for the U.S. dollar. Right. Uh, fucking pay for the breakfast. You ate the I I see what you're. I could see. I hate I to be that person, but I could see both sides. Well, that's because uh, yeah. I don't know why they could have why said would take his side and not mine. I know, no, but you might have some other animosity that's bleeding into your story. into my Norton. No, I yes. don't care about okay. Norton. I'm so uh, sorry. I, I can see give a both shit. sides. I hope it I all do, works out. I do hope they left a big tip because it's not the waiter's fault that At the, all. the chef's losing his hair. Right. Uh, <laughs> Into people's food. <laughs> That's why I got uh, pancakes. You can't. You don't get hair on pancakes. There's no hair in pancakes. I don't think so. Get, they see it before they they flip it, right? They would pull it out. There's no visible hair. <laughs> Although my teeth feel freshly flossed. Excellent. Congratulations. Um, okay, so yeah, we have this horrible time slide. Yeah. And, and the award show. Oh right. <gasps> what you just get this? I went down there at two. Yeah. Because it started at three. Right. And at two fifty-five, I got bored and I came up here. Why did you get there so early? Because uh, I was bored. I was pretending that leaving my room was. Going going to be social enough. Uh, so what I did was I was alone in other rooms uh, playing Marvel Puzzle Quest instead okay. of in my own room playing Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is a game on my phone. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, but you were down there at like three and saw, saw most of it, right? I got in at 315. Well, hold on. Let me just back into the story. Because then I was at Eggspec Egg Place. <laughs> Where you went to the Egg Place for lunch. And so I went, I, I'm always dying alone, right? I, I, uh, Do you like I have, to dine alone? Yes. I have President Hillary Clinton tweets to craft. I can always, I've always got stuff to do. So, um, uh, so I'm sitting there and the, okay. And she's uh, who I, this person I really love and I RSVP to her birthday party and I forgot to go. So oh, shit. she's sitting right behind. She's like at the table. Hey, how you doing, Lori? I'm like, Oh my God. I just remembered right then that she was born. Yes. And had she, a gathering. She, to I had missed her birthday party. Yes. So she's having a, an industry, you know, uh, breakfast and then her with industry Dan person DM, leaves. I hope. No. Okay. And then she invited me to sit with her and I, I'm like, do I apologize? But then I was searching her eyes for resentment and I saw none. <laughs> so I didn't bring it up. And I thought maybe she thinks I went secretly. Like I'm sure a lot of people did go. You know, <laughs> um, so okay, so that's why I was late to the to the awards thing. Mm -hmm. I had to I had to mend that friendship without sure. doing it, uh, uh, Which, you know, without but, actually saying anything, but just using telekinesis. <laughs> yes, yes. So then I'm watching. It's very good. Joe Coy was really funny. He's I don't know who that guy. is. Who is it? He's um, he won. I'm in I'm in a different part of the, of the industry he, that doesn't know who anybody is. Joe Coy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's his name. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm making a note of it so that when the next time I hear oh, it, I Oh, finally go... a note you're not fucking writing down while I'm talking to you. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a rare feeling for me. <laughs> so he was, he was really funny. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, people were, yeah. people were good. And then... People uh, were good. People got awards, right? People and got they awards. Were, there, it's it's a it's a it's an award ceremony by Montreal's Comedy Festival for people in Montreal's Comedy Festival to celebrate how much they love their work. In, You're in like the, festival. the Morgan Freeman of this podcast. You just narrate and explain everything. 
Okay. So I'm then, just mostly explaining it to myself because it really <laughs> seems dumb. Okay, so. It is kind of dumb. Let's for, just do stand-up. Yeah. Anyway, so. So, uh, but who doesn't love to give themselves awards? Come on, that's I, what. Right, right. I love a parade. I would like a parade. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Maria gets up to give Hannah Gadsby an award and Maria um, talks very, you know, eloquently and very funny and she, she's, her hand was shaking and she goes, well, you know, weakness is my brand. I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> right. It's great when, it, again, I can't do a Maria line, but uh, it was really, really funny. Right. That's a great line. Yes. And so uh, then uh, she demanded or she asked that JFL, now that it's been bought by Howie Mandel and TELUS, which is a gigantic phone company, that they uh, start paying for the new faces at least at least their airfare so right. they don't get in the hole and maybe you know I don't know why they shouldn't get a profit for coming up here if you're if you're going to deny them a profit okay I guess but at least don't don't let these guys who are and women who are really poor a lot right. of them don't have the money to buy uh, airfare to Montreal with two weeks notice okay you know? what you should know is that there's several different <laughs> tiers uh, pardon me I'm going to Morgan Freeman this uh, so, uh, <laughs> so but uh, there are different tiers of comics who come to the show right who, co who come to Montreal um, if you do a gala which you did yes that's the only thing where there's any real money right you are given like a grand or two grand or something to do a gala if you oh really yeah Oh, mm -hmm. that's nice. And uh, so I did not do a gala. Uh, the last time I did one, it was one grand. So uh, <laughs> oh, you got to do a gala again. Disappointed. <laughs> Except for that I heard that the gala, it's just like a cruise ship. You said line was that it was a like maybe a he didn't want that on a podcast that's fu it's a funny line no what well, we have to can you know when she said that we got to take that out you want to take out his name yeah. all right or yeah yeah I don't know Wr write down the time code of that please, please and then thank you. we'll make a note listen so here's what it's like because it's a giant theater it's not like an intimate situation right so it's a different kind of performing and it and it's like you tell a joke there's a laugh then it stops then you tell another joke, there's a laugh and it stops. I mean, it's, it is a and different kind. And it's not kind. for any specific audience. Like, like, it's not Maria's crowd. It's not, uh, it's not your crowd. No, like no, it's no. Not, it's they're these... not fans of yours that have come to see the show. Right. It's just massive comedy. It's, it's a comedy. It's gala fans. It's ga gala It's a lot fans. of people that come every single year to the gala to see whoever's on stage. So, right. So it's a different kind of performing, but, yep. but um, you do get paid for it. And you get paid for it. Now, there are new faces and there are unwrapped new faces. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I think there's so. two different versions of that, and they un, uh, unwrapped new faces. For when I did new faces, I think it was in 2003 or 2004, back in the 12th century. You guys, uh, there was uh, I was given air, hotel, and a per diem, and yeah. then they stopped doing air or hotel, and they were uh, making the younger comics or the newer comics stay wherever they could, and then they had to pay their own air. But I think they got a per diem, and about three years ago, they started giving them hotel, no air, and a per diem. So uh, Maria it's, luckily it's, it's piped up. It's a tax up. on the poor, basically. It's like how, you know, you well, have higher you interest know? rates if you're poor than, than if you can afford to pay your uh, credit card off every month. Do you know, you know that the Canada Council for the Arts supports the arts here in Canada, uh, but comedy is not considered an art. They support no comedy, not sketch comedy, not theater comedy, not stand-up comedy, not but considered an art. Maybe they've been to a bringer show. <laughs>
And, <laughs> and I that can name any their, number of comics everything. that maybe they've yeah. seen. But I'm, I swear to God, we've seen, we've all seen shitty opera, right? Why do they get a grant? <laughs> Who hasn't seen someone who can't sing opera? I have. And so, anyway, so Maria literally, and this is funny because two years ago, the last time I was here, she got an award. Yeah. And um, at that one, she actually, she used that venue in front of the, the Canadian comedy community to say, hey, I understand if you work Yuck Yucks, you don't get to work any other <laughs> comedy clubs in I Canada. And uh, there was a lot of silence. <laughs> And then she said, but thanks for the trophy. And, uh, and then fuck Well, that's off. great because she has nothing to lose with that right, one. She does not have a horse in, in the Yuck Yuck uh, yeah. race because uh, no one at Yuck Yucks, they're not, she would not like Yuck Yucks. Yeah. Uh, Yuck Yucks uh, audiences have not been trained to listen to nuanced stand-up comedy. Yeah. They would love me. I am the golden retriever of stand-up comedy. <laughs> so everyone would be fine. I would adapt. <laughs> and I would insist that they liked my comedy. I, I liked, I watched your show last night and went to your show at uh, Théâtre Catherine. Oh, wow. Were we going to do this in French? Si j'étais un garçon, j'allais Nicaragua, 20 minutes ago. It's all that's, okay? it's all right. all that's left of uh, five semesters of French, by the way, is the if-then <laughs> statement. I was uh, so uncomfortable in this chair. I don't know how people watch comedy. The, all the chairs should be like this. Those are very comfortable chairs, too. How are um, those ones doing for, for watching the thing? Yes. It's all right? But I was squirming. I, it I was wanted, a folding sort of... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I used to be yeah. a fan of uncomfortable seats for the audience because... <laughs> You don't Where want them like this. <laughs> but, but what I'm thinking, what if people start getting used to stand-up? They're watching stand-up at home on Netflix, and they're curled up in their favorite comfy chair. Why would they want to come to a folding chair to see it live? I don't think the seating is really of an issue. People are just psyched to be able to sit. I, I, I don't know that no, they're I don't looking think for so. different kinds of chairs. People can sit any place they want to. I don't think anyone's psyched to sit. Oh, I don't are, are you an American? What's happening? <laughs> haven't, you, haven't you ever heard that Karen Rontowski bit about... I'm uh, a Luxemburger. What? That, that's right. You have, you have dual citizenship. That's right. <laughs> oh, she's running. Uh, <laughs> you and the boy. So, so Okay, yep. so at the gala... Yeah. So I, we didn't have any input on our intros? Really? Yeah, so my intro at the gala was... She has a special called 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad. And I'm like... Ugh. Well, yeah, and it's buried because the company, because <laughs> CISA went out of business. Right. Feel free to try to find it. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Let me know if you find it because it's an illegal streaming <laughs> download at that point. <laughs> hey, I just wrote a book. You could have plugged that. Right. It's also about death. I it's mean, if also, you like the topic, right, I'm all you, over it. If you wanted to introduce me to bring everyone down, <laughs> uh, her dad died and she wrote a book about it. And now the comedy styling. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, I kind of just ignored it. But, but it was weird because a couple of intros were... Uh, another comic had to address her intro in her set. Like she had to because open Because it was by, so weird. Yeah, it, it, because the intro is, well, she said something. Right. And she didn't say that. And I think she was probably backstage going, uh, no. I have to deny that I actually made that statement before I get into my act. I don't know. Whatever. That but is weird. The la okay, so I don't I know. I think they can cut around it, though, because then she, there was a nice pause, and then she started a regular set. The, the last TV set I did in Canada, I think, was for HBO Canada. Right. And um, they asked me what the final line of my set was. And Judah Friedlander told me later that you always say that your last line of your set is, thank you very much. <laughs> because if you don't, they might screw up 
up your set, and that is exactly what happened. They cut oh. the last punchline from a joke. Wait, and you did it, or the band started, or something? They just cut my mic, and so uh, they they uh, cut your mic. They cut the mic. Oh, uh, so if you the audio woman was devastated, and I felt bad for her, but guess what? Felt worse for myself because <laughs> uh, uh, my joke is fucked up. <laughs> we had joke. A, a countdown in the back of the room. Which um, I didn't look at once until I finished, and I think I went like thirty seconds under or something. Oh, which nice. is weird because I was going a little bit long, like maybe seven. Well, I did seven oh one. I was supposed to do a seven minute set. And I did seven oh one. Oh, on Colleen the test? showed me my splits. She's like, <laughs> "You went seven oh one point fifty two. I'm like, "I'll try to cut that second and a half off." Right, me, right. And then it went to like seven thirty at this. Um, I did the show uh, yesterday afternoon. So and you were it, just hoping for no laughs? Is that what you were hoping for? No. Seven seven thirty, like because. No, no, no. I was. I did a show at like a cancer uh, a recovery center, okay. and uh, and those were like really nice long laughs. Yeah. And so that then I went into seven thirty, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, maybe. I also I did two <laughs> jokes about. Oh, I did. I just did them in front of you, the ACL jokes. They're really new, and I don't have them burned on my brain right. That like the other jokes I could do in my sleep. Although would, you wouldn't know it from what the show I just gave these guys because I did my gala, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with comedy forever, or, or at least till Tuesday. <laughs> Hello, and, Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> yeah, uh. I just want to see Hannah's set and just like decompress because I've been so worried about this set and trying to. I'm trying to figure out that uncle joke. You wouldn't believe how long I've been working on that fucking joke. Like a year and a half. I, I have so many different I versions. I know. I know. So many different <laughs> versions of it. I think that's the cleanest, tightest one. And I just, just got it like maybe a week ago where I'm like, oh, that's it. Finally. So anyway, I was re- really happy to forget my act. Um, but the, uh, the ACL stuff's very new and because my, my kid's injury was very new. I mean, he, he could have helped me by doing it you know, six months ago. <laughs> right, six, eight months ago. To chunk it out a little bit. Exactly. But I, I do think that those two jokes will be better in a year because there's way more there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's um, so... Yeah, no, I liked, uh, I, I think it's good. I think the uncle stuff is working really good, too, because mm-hmm. you get it peppered through a bunch of different bits. It's too many callbacks in seven minutes, but, <laughs> but <laughs> over like a 40 to 45 minute to 60 minute set, if I can, you know, put an hour together this yeah. year, it's, it's. And bringing uh, the uncles through it throughout the whole, yes, as a through line. It's called weaving. It's, I'm making a tapestry, Jackie. Are you making a tapestry? <laughs> Have you ever seen that tapestry with the unicorns? Anyway, um, no, it's no, really nice, really nice. It's up, uh, it's in the cloisters in north. It's it's north of where. Um, yes, I've been to the yeah, cloisters. You've been I to probably the cloisters in it. New York City. Mm-hmm. They have those. They're they're you know they're famous tapestries. They got unicorns. Nothing. All right. Why would why would these people applaud a unicorn it's tapestry? The, it, the benefits of a classical education. Come on along. <laughs> Me and Alan Rickman from Die Hard. Um, okay. So Mark Marin, I noticed at your show last, because I was sitting up above in yeah. very uncomfortable seats, full head of hair <laughs> every single place. Because I, I, I don't know, I was just checking. <laughs> and like he bent down he and I down up the part goes all the way back and it's fucking all hair. Yeah. He's very lucky. Oh, oh! You're talking about how the aging process has not yet affected his it hair. It skipped him, and he did so much shit to himself, right? He, he right, drank, right. He's he on a lot glow of drugs. now. I guess I typecasting. He's playing a cokehead. <laughs> it was uh, back but in the '90s. He was early his, '90s. Was, uh, his body survived what he did to it pretty yep. well. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he did. It's uh, he was had a big, big beard too. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a lot of beard. For I me. like it. You like Tell a big him, yeah. beard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm all That's right. That's a good look for him. I'd like a little tidier look. I um, Chris Hardwick is Turns back. out it's his face. Uh, he'd do it every once. <laughs> Chris Hardwick is back. Hardwick's we, back, we you guys. gotta have Hardwick, guys. I don't know if you guys know this, but The Walking Dead cannot be discussed without Chris Hardwick uh, letting us know what he thought about zombies. <laughs> so, who, it was Yvette Brown. Doesn't she have three names? Oh, the, the ex-girlfriend? No, no, no. The She's African-American actress who was a part, pardon me? Yeah, bit Nicole Brown. Yeah, so she, oh, nice. Well played. She took over his slot at Comic Con, and everyone was like, "He wasn't missed. <laughs> she did great." And how cool would it be to have her doing it? You know, and they're I like, guess. "Oh, too too much." The, Both the, a woman and a person of color, heaven forfend. Well, we gotta we, we gotta, gotta bring get this this white guy back, Mister Hurst back, and yeah. uh, Mister Hurst. <laughs> That's funny. One of the things that I loved about Hannah's special is she's just like, I'm so tired of worrying about the reputation of white men. And I was like, yeah, I am too. Like, even if, you know, James Gunn, like Bobcat wrote this kind of cool, you know, thing about James Gunn, what a great guy he was. And I was like, okay. But I know so many female, I think I said this last podcast too, but I, I just don't care if Chris Hardwick is rehabilitated or not. And it, and I, I'm tired of like, being forced to well you know, I, it sounded like he was defend. just a super shitty boyfriend it did and uh it i don't know how i mean we're the last generation of women to cut anybody some slack by the way <laughs> uh so uh live it up we are going to uh, be more popular with male comics once they realize <laughs> the young female comics won't put up with this shit yeah they're gonna love us yeah finally and uh so um but i think that it's it's the the James Gunn thing it was the statute of limitations on a shitty tweet. Let's go seven years. What about that? Just like insurance. Yeah. Like if he hasn't been a piece of shit for seven years, I think he's probably learned his lesson. I I totally agree. But then part of me is like, yeah, but maybe they'll have a female director. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Of the last one. Well, it'd be know? nice. Well, Guardians. I have two. See, here's the thing. Oh yeah, it's that it, that what happened to him sucked. But what happens to the so many women and and people of color that aren't even considered? That sucks oh. too. But you just don't hear about it because right. they they figure out other ways to pay the rent. You know, I don't know. It's 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 it, it was too yeah, much for hard, me to invest to emotionally, yeah, even though it's trending on Twitter. And uh, even though it was trending on <laughs> normally, Twitter. I like to jump all over anything that's trending on Twitter. You don't want to hear my my theories about the Great Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies. No, I don't. Okay, I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't think you did. And Lil Ray won uh, an award, and he talked about segregated comedy rooms. And I guess I didn't know there was still like a Chitlin, a Chitlin circuit. circuit. Yeah, I didn't really realize that. I mean, I, I knew that there was there was like Southern rooms when we were on the road a lot that nobody nobody but Southern acts could work. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And uh, but I didn't know. Well, there's there's uh, there's Joelle Johnson. Do you remember Joelle? Yeah. Okay, so she. Uh, the last time, or the first time I did Atlanta, she was like, hey, we're going to the Black Club. Do you want to come to the Black Club? And I said, there's a Black Club? And then, uh, <laughs> and it was uh, full of humans, full of people coming to see stand-up comedy at yeah. like 11 o'clock at night wow. on a Friday or Saturday. And it was, uh, the only person they asked to go up was Maria. And Maria said, I think not. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I have my set list. And they're like, nope. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was fine. But it was, uh, yeah, there's, and there's, there's 
comedy clubs that are in essentially yeah that usually just book black comics yeah. and uh, and then when white comics white clubs book black comics they call them urban and it makes me want to punch everyone in the nose yeah because you're just, just like really lazy just uh, why don't you just a not lie to yourself and just be as racist as you're going to be so I know what rock you climbed out from under. And then second of all, uh, don't do it. How about you just book everybody everywhere? You've given them two opposing options. I know. That's, <laughs> do you know why? Because that, that just opens it right up for them, doesn't it? <laughs> then they can do whatever they want. I Is did. that one? Look at this one. Felicia what? Michaels, ladies and gentlemen. Felicia, previous, hey! Oh previous my God. comic of the week, yes. Felicia Michaels. And a great photographer. And a great It's photographer. weird when comics have other skills. It makes me angry. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> You're like, why? As you have written two books. Yeah. Yeah. You That's don't have any other thing. skills. It's just jokes on paper. Oh, fair enough. Fair um, enough. I, uh, but I did go swimming today. I was at the YMCA. You went to the Y here at the Montreal? Yeah, I joined the wife for the week. It's thirty nine dollars, pretty wow. good deal. Five lanes pool. Okay, I've never seen a more used pool in my life. I mean, it's every lane is packed with people. Every I, like I walked in, I'm like, oh, I gotta lower my expectations for my swim. I'm not doing intervals because I'm just swimming around people or I'm dodging people. Uh, it, it These was, are all words. It was. <laughs> It was mayhem, but I. But once I lowered my expectation, I was like, let me just try to get the amount of meters in that I want to swim, <laughs> however long it takes, however right. times I get kicked in the head. Because of how you swim, mm -hmm. you do you understand the metric system? No. Okay. Well, I, thank it, you. It, 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 it goes one, two, three, four, like, uh, you know, our system. So in that way... <laughs> I understand numbers in se in sequence, but uh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I didn't want to feel... say. Usually, the term is yardage. Like you try to get a certain amount of yardage yardage in when you're swimming. But of course, I want to make sense when I'm swimming in a 25 meter pool. Okay. But it is fucking with my stroke because it's a little bit longer, but not that much longer. Fucking with my stroke. Sorry. Uh, that, that's <laughs> uh, that's going to take me to the fact that I gave Dan Dion my uh, first chapter. My supposedly, I'm writing a funny romance novel. And so I wrote uh, the first chapter, uh, and then I sent it off to my friend to uh, insert, to correct my punch punctuation, because right. I use commas as breath marks. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, in other words. And uh, so she fixed it, and then uh, I read it out loud to uh, Maria Bamford. And oh, that's great. Yeah, and I've only re I've read it to Andy mm -hmm. uh, and Maria, neither of whom read romance novels. Did, <laughs> neither did Andy get aroused? Well, it isn't the Sexy Times uh, chapter. Oh, I'm it's writing, the intro. Yeah, it's the intro chapter. I have to write two chapters and then an outline, and then they're, then Audible will tell me if they want me to write the whole book. And uh, But they are paying me to write the spec, so that's, that's great. lovely as well. So I feel very grateful, very lucky. Anyway, but uh, Maria heard, heard the... And so what I've done is I've taken all the tropes of all the romance novels currently uh, in, in at work, mm -hmm. uh, Barring whatever, uh, the, the newer ones. Anyway, so, uh, and I put them all in the first chapter. So there are things that are funny if you read romance novels. Mm. And, then, uh, and then I read it, and, and Maria said the nicest thing, and I have to tell everybody because it was a nice thing, and uh, I'm living on it, which is that it sounded like a book. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous, but seriously, it could have just been a pile of dick jokes, right? Because yeah, it's, right. it's supposed to be funny. 
It's supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be a romance novel, but if it's also a book, if Audible doesn't want it, I can sell it possibly to book people. Let me say, you're easy to compliment. Uh, that has always been you true. You guys could come up to us afterward and, and say, that sounded like a podcast. <laughs> and Jackie couldn't be happier. Let's do Comic of the Week. Oh, is By it the 30 way. already? It is. Yeah, we're, doing, we're cruising right along. We went Canadian, you guys. We went yes. with a Canadian Comic of the Week. Every week we like to announce a comic, and you've seen her a lot more than I have. I just worked with her. We did our warm-ups uh, for the gala. She taped her gala uh, later on the same night that I taped mine, and it's Jess, Jess Solomon. Jess Solomon. Super. There you go. You guys know yes. Jess Solomon? You guys know her? Yeah, yeah she's great. And. This is our first uh, we our first married couple that's both made comic of the week. That's right, because her wife is Imani Al Al Husseini. Is it? Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm glad we have Canadians here. Yes, but and their married name is like Sal Sal Husseini. I don't know. It's great. It's she, kind of, yeah. They did a mashup. Yeah, uh, but uh, but is Jess she, Solomon on Twitter is Jess underscore Solomon. S A L O M O N. Yeah, so it's S A L. And uh, she's very funny. Yeah, very really funny. Very smart. Um, yep. I really liked her set a lot. So she is our laugh. comic of the week. Get out there, see her new stand-up comedy. And she has really cool glasses. Like oh, she yeah? has some gold frame glasses <laughs> that are kind of half aviator, but half but circular. So I guess they're not aviator. Guess what's back? What? Uh, gl- uh, aviator glasses, I guess. Oh, okay. So uh, how many how many more shows do you have? I just have, I'm opening for Maria in uh, about an, uh, two hours. Two hours. And yeah. how much are you it. doing? I'll just do, well, I'm to do 25. Okay. So I'll do between 20 and 25, hopefully not go over. And, um, and then she'll do her hour because she's working on a new hour. Because uh, if you saw her last special, which was called Old Baby, mm-hmm. she's not doing any of that material. She's doing uh, short How the fuck are people coming up with new hours like this? I don't well, understand it. Well, if only your I son would also do handstands, <laughs> you would have other jokes. I, I'm just, I mean, I, I think it's really neat how the Australians just go, they do an hour, and then they throw it away at, after festival season, and they start over. I don't know. I, 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 I can't conceive of that. It's not right. how I... I that's not how you write slowly. Yeah, you, but, but I'd like to try it one day. But it won't be at this point in my life because I right now I just move in seven minute increments. Like the set I did at the gala is, I guess I've been writing that since I dumped the other set onto Conan. Right. You know, and I was like, all right, let me create another late night set. Hope I thought it that's was right. Do it on that's Conan. exactly what you've been doing. So now but, I'm like, all right, that seven minutes is done. Let me see if I can. You but know, you just did two weeks on the road, and they were they were twelve. 45 to an hour. Sure. Sets. Oh, yeah. No, I, What'd you I do? Mean, Did you go to the vault? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, most of it's new stuff or stuff that's not on my album that I put out in 2009 yeah. that I disavow. <laughs> As every comic <laughs> should disavow everything they did that's un- more than two years old. I disavow every joke on that joke, not that <laughs> album. But um, uh, yeah, so I, I just admire that ability to do it. But I, I, maybe one day there'll be a time in my life where I, I can just do that. I don't know how they do it. How do you go up the first time after you've lost an hour and you get up on stage and you've got to fill another hour without doing anything old? How the fuck does... How does the audience not get angry with you? That's what I, I don't understand. <laughs> we have an obligation to do well in front of the audience and you're just going to go up with nothing? How do people do that? Right. I think, I think it's, it's, it's its own learned skill, right? I mean, I, I tend to uh, rehash... A, I mean, I, I tend to go... go 
do old stuff, but also write a lot of new stuff that doesn't really have punchlines. And I will tell stories and jokes and stuff where the audience is just sort of, oh, this is an interesting tale. And then there's no, there's not a lot of punchlines, but I'll work on it I for six months I, and I'll tighten up something that's 12 minutes into a four minute bit. And in those six months, I'll write punchlines in it. I can't handle that that feeling of seeing the audience going, huh? Right. That's, you, you don't that's want not that what kind I want from interest. an audience. That's, you don't want that kind of interest. You just want them to yuck it up and then get the fuck out. Yeah, get away from I want to tell all jokes right. and leave town. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. You're the craziest Why am I sheriff? the bad guy? <laughs> Why am I the bad guy? But there must be, I guess for, you know, say your Netflix special drops, but it, it drops maybe three months after you shot it. So you have that three months to build a little bit, but maybe what, 15 minutes at the most? And then you're like, uh, so what do you do for a living? Is that, you know? As <laughs> no, a, that's I, not how you I do would, it. I, I don't know. I mean, I know Mike Berbiglia went to, um, went to Bloomington and he charged less, or maybe it was like almost free because he was basically like, I'm starting from scratch. And I don't, you know, and it was like a really, Robin the audience Willie knew ahead of time you know, low expectations. Robin Williams did that at Acme. He did, uh, he did a week of shows. And look what happened to him. Uh, Come on, guys, it's been over a year, okay? It's, it's been over a year, and if he were here, he would be laughing at that. <laughs> and stealing it. Okay, uh, now guys, listen. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to any of that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's any reason to. Um, I, I think it's a conscious decision. You have to go. I don't want to do like even now. I'm working on this new hour, and I have there's old jokes that lead into the new jokes, and I feel like they have to be there to set up the new the new joke. Yeah, and if I like, I have on my albums there is some there's like probably two or three lines that repeat on each of the albums. And I will get some crazy nerd who emails me and goes, you know, you repeated that. And I was like, yeah, thanks for transcribing my album for me. <laughs> um, I was there. Uh, so, um, but I, if, if there's no way to set up a new story about my dad, if you don't know that he was an aluminum siding salesman and he's a salesman guy. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I have to, and I, there's if I if I have to use a, an old line to get into a new joke, I don't feel bad about it. I, think I that's feel smart. a little bad about it because I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. I clearly have some issues with it, but I I don't want to feel bad about it because uh, just listen to the next fucking sentence. It's all gonna work out. It's gonna be fine. You know what's weird? I was um, like I, I, I maybe this is from writing monologue jokes, but. I, I'm very much like one sentence is your setup and the next one is the punchline. And anything more in the setup starts to get, it turns into exposition, right? Like this joke I told just now with you guys, which was, um, which has been driving me nuts is the joke where my son was at, at the, um, my dad's funeral and bugging me for the oh, yeah. iPhone. Okay. So that's one sentence. The second sentence is, um, and I, you know, later, uh, we were talking about how my dad died. My dad had lung cancer. Yeah. Okay. So I need to say the iPhone sentence to get people in the head of, of, uh, video games without saying it. Cause the punchline is Minecraft. 
And if I just started with my son and I were talking about lung cancer, that wouldn't people. It would take people a second to know that he was bugging me for the iPhone, right? Right. And like so you, you, I need to give you a couple clues up front. But what's bugging me is I should have a a joke about him bugging me for the iPhone, and then do the second lung cancer one. That should be two jokes, and instead of it's two setups and one joke, and I want to fix it, but I didn't have time to do it before this thing, but it's driving me nuts. And I've been watching some other people, you know, and again, this is probably nothing I would have thought of before I started working for Conan, where we just, every word is measured, everything's taken out that's fat, and I'm like, you just did two setups for one punchline. Like I watched a gala set yesterday where the, the, the comic talked very broadly about something and I thought they were, the next joke would be about it and then he got very narrow and then the joke was about that narrow thing and I'm like, you could have started with the narrow setup and used that broad one for a different one. You didn't right. need the information in the broad setup for the narrow one to work. Right, there's so many different ways to do stand-up comedy. No, that, there's only my way. Well, that's what I understand. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you is that your way, uh, as much as I want to respect it, it's wrong. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so... <laughs> but but my way leads to only five new minutes of material a year. Right. That's the problem. Right. Uh, <laughs> I have four albums, and I just got my sound exchange money. <laughs> oh, you asshole. I know, and it's you all know working what? out. When you go sound exchange, you are really, really being cruel. <laughs> it's pretty great. Every 24th of the month. So, uh, the, but the, the, what I would, yeah, what I would say is that there's, like, there's so many different ways of doing it, and the, the way that you do it is... It's beautiful. I mean, when it's done, it's the jokes are there. You've you've cut them with a scalpel. They they hit so hard, and it's great. But it's not. It. I would be fascinated to see you go up with just your notebook and some stories. No, you wouldn't. You'd be bored shitless. I you would wouldn't be fascinated. Be uh, that's why, that's what this podcast is though. And nobody's yeah. bored by this. No, because you're here. If I was just talking by myself, it would be really boring. Yeah, they would all leave. No, they would not leave. <laughs> you are beloved. And uh, it's all working out. <laughs> so, Okay, so I did a set the other night mm -hmm. at the Improv Lab in Los Angeles, California. And, um, and so... I was talking to a comic that I met at... Uh, Can I tell you something for a second? Yeah. Just now in my head, I'm like, she didn't need to say California. That's yep. how I live. That is how you live. That's, I, if that's I hear exhausting. an extra word, I'm that like... so fucking exhausting. I don't even know what to... I don't even know what to do with that. And <laughs> it's uh, thoughts and prayers. Okay, so... Uh, that's what I have to say to that. And so, um, and I don't know, should I name... So this woman that... Uh, that I met in 1996, comic, mm -hmm. and she really, she stopped doing stand-up and then started again probably a couple of years ago, but has always written. And she uh, was just weirdly, she just kept laughing at me. Like I went to, to Eddie to the bar mm -hmm. and to get, um, I think I got a juice mixer, you guys, also extraneous information. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought, oh my God, Jackie broke her sobriety. Man, this podcast <laughs> is going to be exciting. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's Paula Bell. And Paula Bell She's is... She's so fucking funny. Why isn't she running show business? Right? And then we part ways. Oh, uh, <laughs> Here's the thing what? about Paula. Yeah, Paula Bell's fine. She's a perfectly fine comic. Uh, but she's a better writer for me than a stand-up. Uh, but here's literally, 
I would order something and she'd go, you're so funny. And I'd say, yes, I'm hilarious. And she goes, no, I didn't mean that. No, well, no, of course you're funny. So it literally led to her. And three times she said, I would just try to make conversation. And she'd go, you're so funny. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do stand up. And she's like, no, I didn't mean. And literally she was like, I was like, stop hitting me in the face. I don't well, understand that conversation that she had with you. Like that makes no sense to me. She kept saying that I was, uh, that I was not funny as a comic, that I was a ridiculous person. I okay. mean, literally, she was, uh, she was like, what? You're so fucking weird. Why are you so weird? And I'm like, huh. I'm, uh, I'm just standing Jackie, here ordering a juice. I can't defend that behavior. But <laughs> what her behavior, but I, she always no, cracks so, me up on stage. No, no. Well, and then she got on stage and she was really mad at the audience. This is not her I fault. My, that's my favorite comic is when they're mad at the audience. Right, She's always right. mad at the but audience. But she didn't do any material. She just yelled at them. Yes. And she walked three that's of them. That's what I love. There were nine people. She walked three of them. <laughs> yes. And then, More. And then, <laughs> and then other comics had to go up. You would have hated it. I, you, about a year and a half ago, you bitched about someone doing that. Right. Well, that right. She was talking about how they were pieces of shit for coming out, and then three of them left. Right. And then four people remained. Uh, and she didn't use the mic at all. She just literally stood in the dark like she she stood to the side because it's the improv lab. Yeah. She, it was a bad night. She okay. was half in the bag, Put speaking it, so of my sobriety. She, she should have been last. She should have been last. Right. She should have not been up. She should have said, I don't want to do it if there's only going to be seven people okay. there. That sounds awful. What, I, the last time I saw her was many, many years ago at the comic strip. And right. she was like, this She was hilarious in 96. Nature. She might have been. In 96, when I met her oh, at man. Aspen, That's she was fucking hilarious. The worst she, thing you've said about anybody. Well. <laughs> That's in 1996, awful. Paula Bell was hilarious. Still, she referred to herself in the third person at that time, and it was exhausting. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that uh, she's always been, you know, distantly polite to me. She's never been overtly rude. And I was just like, what the fuck is, why are you hitting me? But that, here's the thing, like, okay, I can't, ex I can't defend her well, or there's anything. Well, no, there's yeah. no defense of it, and you, and you haven't seen her in four years I yourself, haven't seen right? her in a while. Yeah. I think I, maybe I sent her a an email or saying, I don't know, because she just came into my head. I just told her she was hilarious. And I thought she said she was working at Costco, but I couldn't tell she was joking. And I was like, <laughs> angry. She that... referred to herself as a granny three times. So I take it she's, uh, she might have taken time off from stand-up and you know gone what? into she has breeding. A kid. I always have extra empathy for someone that has a kid, a, a mom with a kid, a mom comic. I okay. have less, weirdly <laughs> I'm just like, you know, the condom was invented in the 1700s. <laughs> That's what we always told our father. <laughs> I'm the youngest of six. But here, here's the thing, and this is so true at this festival, is comics are, um, for the most part, don't know how to talk to people. And so they, instead, <laughs> they go up on stage and they tell jokes, and that's how they communicate with people. Right. And so we're all, like, in this weird room at, at the end of the night, and there's music, like we don't dance, we're comics, right? <laughs> and there's a DJ and some people are trying to, trying to be like, I'm going to dance. You see them just going, I'm going to be normal, you know, and, and trying to act a certain way. And I, and I, before this festival started, I just was like, I just want to remind myself that not only am I not good at it, I'm 53. So I, I'm better at it than I ever was. You keep I'll, telling people how old we are. You know, uh. that's why, that's my theory of why they put this, In why the they put this now. They're like, there's no, what will industry not want to go to? Oh, two middle-aged female comics talking about comedy. So we'll put the state of the industry opposite that. And that way there'd be no audience, uh, 
intersection. Um, but I mean, we have a lot of, there's a lot of comics that are probably super, super uncomfortable and nervous and don't know how to talk. And, I'm, and, and those conversations are very uncomfortable, but I'm just trying to remember, like, like have some empathy for the fact that this, it's really hard, this festival and a lot of festivals are really hard for a lot of comics. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a I, I literally ran into Maggie May in the food court when I was lost mm-hmm. downstairs in this building. And, uh, and at one point I actually said to her, do I have to go? And uh, she goes, I, I feel that. Do, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> she was very sweet about the whole thing because I ran out of things to say. Yeah. Because I usually, I, I have, like, literally, the conversationally, it goes, how are you? Uh, anything you want to tell me about your work or your life? Kind of, I mean, I normal sort of small talk. Yeah. And then there's silence. And unless they ask me the same questions back, and I'm still asking them questions, the, the last question I have is, are you reading anything? That's always the last question. That's the then last question. They, they walk away from you. <laughs> usually not. Uh, some of them are reading something. They're usually reading articles. Very That's powerful. That's a great question. Articles. And but the, the I was like, I mean, if unless like I, because because comics do have such terrible social skills, I have four or five questions I can ask you, and then I'm either going to work on my act at you, or. <laughs> Every interaction is a possible set. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or you have to ask me those questions back, and then I can tell you about my life, and then we will have had a conversation like I assume the rest of humanity is doing. But uh, but comics are the worst. Well, also, I think a lot of us are... I mean, I've never been a drug user or a huge drinker, but a lot of people are sober now. And so uh, I think it was... Or not. (laughs) Well, I haven't seen Actively. a lot of drunk or high people. I am. Well, I, no, high I've seen, but that's that's okay. That's some people's What's normal happening? state. I mean, like pot. I, I mean, like before, I think a lot of people were doing hard drugs earlier. You know, like maybe a decade ago, and it was more accepted. And you so, got to hang out with the youth. Uh, they're still doing it. It turns out. Are they doing hard drugs? They're doing heroin Coke. and meth at JFL. Coke. That's not There's... a hard drug, Jackie. <laughs> I do it all the time, please. <laughs> I love We're also the last generation that thinks Coke isn't a big deal, you guys. Uh, so um, uh, I have a, I'm doing a thing at the Nest tonight, I think. Are you? Just like a little show at the oh, Nest. Nice. Yeah, I'm back into comedy. Are I, you took, le- are you I took a nice 20-hour vacation. Are you no, going I'm home leaving on, on Sunday. And I, I picked up an opening spot uh, for Mike O'Brien. Uh, at a show. Nice. You picked up an extra set? <laughs> yeah, on Saturday night. I got yesterday, they called me to tell me I was doing a set last night at midnight. And I said, you know, I'm here if you need, if I need anybody to do any stand-up before midnight. Uh, I'm available if you got anything. I don't have... Uh, maybe I can knock something out in French if you needed me to, but uh, nothing. Mm. I didn't get any sets. That's okay. My first uh, set on Tuesday night was at midnight. Yeah. Oh, I had a horrible fly day. How much time do we have? I don't know. Where are we at? It's, uh, I think we're at, uh, we, like 45. What? 45 Just 45. Just 45. Okay. <laughs> uh, so JetBlue. You guys. Yes. 
Uh, so I, I uh, so you last, from New York. Last week was Comic Con, which is a big. I the whole time I was worrying about getting enough spots in. I didn't enjoy Comic Con, and I, I got enough spots, but I was freaked out about that. Then I had a book reading, uh, Dead People Suck at um, Skylight Books, and some people showed up, so that was kind of cool. And then that night I flew. I took a red eye. I took my beloved JetBlue red eye flight three five eight from Burbank to JFK, and they, as we were taking off, the pilot goes, well, we have to stop in Salt Lake City for gas because they didn't have enough fuel. And uh, so that's annoying. Burbank didn't have enough jet because fuel? Here's the thing. Burbank has a short runway, so sometimes they, if it's windy, they have to dump some fuel so they can get off on, to the ground. So that, that happens every environmental. Uh, I don't think they dump it actually okay. on the ground. I think that's a that would Thank be God. a huge financial I, I loss a to JetBlue. They probably put it in a container. <laughs> and then like one of those red jugs. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They have a bunch of those little red jugs. <laughs> so then we're we're in the air and then they there's like noises on the plane. So the pilot says, All right, we're gonna stop in Denver to figure out I think we might need some maintenance on the plane. So on the way to Salt Lake, they stopped no, in Denver. After Salt Lake. After, oh, then, after where we so- could have done some fucking maintenance, by the way. Right, right. <laughs> They have, they have a socket set over there in Salt Lake. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So then we stop at Denver. Metric and English. Go ahead. Okay, so it takes a while to get a maintenance crew because it's the middle of the night. And, um, and then we get on the plane, we pull out, and then they, they take us back to Denver. The pilot has worked too many hours that shift, and so he can't fly. So now they have to get a whole new crew in. Right. And- they can get everybody but the first lieutenant or the first captain or whatever. So otherwise, everyone, in, they have every slot filled in Denver. So they said, no, we'll fly a crew in from Long Beach, California, to uh, fly this plane from Denver to JFK. Wow. And it ended up uh, being 12 hours late. And I slept on the floor of Denver International. It was, I felt like shit for days. Right, I right. I was so mad. Oh, it's and bad enough when you get there. I was tweeting about it, and so were other people on the flight, and we found each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, in I, real I, life, I Googled, you found I each looked, other? I looked up uh, 358 Denver, uh, excuse me, 358 Burbank and JetBlue, and there were like three of us just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, so then we all connected. Did you connect in real life? No, but two oh. of them follow me on Twitter. I did a follow back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but it was awful. That does sound awful. I, I flew, um, you, I, I don't know if you guys have flown WestJet. That's a terrible idea. And uh, so. Dude, you're, you're gold on, on Delta. Why do you fly I'm anything diamond. but Delta? Oh, okay. Is pardon that higher me. or lower? It's higher. Oh, sorry. Uh, pardon me. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, but no, I fl- it, it's a Delta flight, but they use WestJet. Oh. So uh, I booked the flight uh, from LAX to uh, Montreal on Delta, but it was a connecting flight in Minneapolis. And so I had to, when I, after I made, this is a fascinating story. After I made the reservation, I had to call WestJet because they won't let you pick your seat unless you pay them. Um, you have to pay what? them an extra $25 or they assign you a seat the day before. What are these airlines doing? Well, they're, they're just no, finding every new way to just It's because of the algorithms. When you Google, uh, like if you go on, you're like, I need the cheapest flight from this place to this place. The algorithm brings up the cheapest flight. The cheapest flight does not include uh, baggage or picking your own seat. So uh, I think personally that it's part of the social contract of every airline to bring me and my ass and my stuff uh, across the country. That right. was, uh, that was uh, and I'm willing to, I'd like to pay for all of it at once, please. And uh, so it was another uh, 50 bucks. 
for uh, a seat oh my from Minneapolis to Montreal and then a seat from Montreal to Toronto to LAX back. And, um, and then my luggage was free going there because I checked it with Delta and LAX, but it will not be free coming home uh, because I have to check it with WestJet and I have to go in early because I can't even print a boarding pass, even though I do have a, a chair. I have a, I have a seat uh, uh, that they have uh, granted me. I uh, am outraged. I, I loathe I WestJet hate with the, the power I hate of the sun. WestJet more than I hate our time slot. <laughs> uh, Let me tell you something. I when, tweeted at them and I called them the Spirit Airlines of Canada. <laughs> Ooh, oh, man. burn! My, when I was going through my dad's stuff after he died, praying I wouldn't find porn, and I didn't because <laughs> he truly was a saint. Or uh, he purged it. Good for you. No, mm-mm. But uh, he he would write letters to companies <laughs> yeah. complaining about things, and I don't have his letters, but I have all the return letters. And one of the one of his insane ideas, either it was Pan Am or TWA writing a letter back to Mr. Kilmartin, dear Mr. Thank you for your I suggestion that we don't carry luggage in the plane, and that, we, that people fly. <laughs> Luggage. And they basically explained to my dad why passengers needed to have their luggage on the They're plane. They're going to want other pants once they get to the new place. I don't know what he was thinking. Because at first I was like, Fox News took over his the brain apple after does not 9 fall <laughs> far from the tree after 9 11. But I was like, he had funky, it's not efficient. weird ideas in the 70s. Right. That, and then I, I, I don't know. I just wish my dad was around so I could ask him. What oh, the yeah, fuck? yeah, yeah. Yeah, what were you thinking? My father, uh, I just talked to him. He told me that he got rid of 20 pairs of trousers and, uh, and a 10 pairs of sh- and 10 shirts because one of my brothers told him that he doesn't want to go through his stuff after he dies and throw away a bunch of clothes. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, so 10 years from now, when you're looking for a shirt, why don't you make Phil buy you one? <laughs> and because uh, he, he's, he's like, yeah, but bell bottoms aren't really in. And I didn't have the heart to explain to him that they actually are. Uh, but, but he's 80. He's 81. in? Well, my father does. My okay. father is a dapper, dapper man. And he's working the room and he's hoping that the ladies uh, give a shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, I say, if it keeps them young, do whatever you... No, not do whatever you want. I don't want to open it up to that. It's the greatest... I was talking to him also about how uh, a lot of his dirtbag friends are dying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's kind of great, Dad. You're going to hang out with better people. And, uh, and he literally said to me, no, I know young dirtbags. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. I, and he's like, there's new bag men every year. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'm doing uh, What's Your Fucking Deal tonight. What's which that? I, it's a Big J show that he did on CISO. I think it was might have been called that or something close to it. But uh, basically, it's a crowd work show. And I just found out Ari Shafir is in the audience, which is a very helpful. Because what it is is... Um, Jay will do crowd work, you know, and Ari will like bring the mic to somebody in the audience and either they kind of, between the two of them, they'll get some, get some goo from this person. And, uh, and then they bring up other comics to do the same thing. And I, and I did it at Comic-Con and, um, cause Big J had a show at the, at the Team Coco Comedy Club that Conan had up for a, a week. And, um. Uh, it was tough. I was up late. All the good people had been talked to. <laughs> All the kooky people. And then it was like guys and dockers and stuff. And yeah, and uh, they were really it's, tired. It's I mean, so funny that that's... But I oh, want to ask them, yeah. what are you reading? That's a great question. <laughs> Instead of what do you do for a living? Who fucking yeah, yeah. care? I got to come up with some good questions to right, ask right, that are weird. if you go up late. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. What are you reading is always a good one. Because, uh, and then, and then if people stall, and sometimes they say, "I'm not. I don't read. I don't read." You're like, mm, "You're lying," uh, because uh, they're on Twitter. The, uh, it's like, who do you follow on Twitter? If they tell you that they're not reading and they won't tell you oh. the last article they read, just say, "Who are you following on?" I Twitter? will, and I will not credit you for these ideas. Please do not. Please uh, <laughs> just run with it and make a gajillion dollars. <laughs> By the way, we have a Patreon. Anyway, so uh, our Patreon. Everything your I try idea. to do doesn't work. I try to do these extra things for our Patreons mm -hmm. and uh, our patrons, and uh, <laughs> the video doesn't work. I, I, we shot a video last night. I put it up on Vimeo, and then I put the link on Patreon. It's not playing. It's really annoying. Right? Are, you're, are you guys bored? I just saw you lean over. <laughs> what? You have another show? Oh, yeah. You guys going to go see something at 6? At 7, but we have to have dinner. You have to eat. Oh, you're nice. hungry. Who Our audience is hungry. Who? Oh, Yashere. Oh, yeah. Yashere, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Judy yeah. Yashere. Uh, she's a delight. I'm working with her next week in Milwaukee at uh, a benefit for an abortion clinic in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> they, because they just stopped being hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a miscarriage clinic. What? No. <laughs> no, uh, we're surprised anyone stayed. Uh, whatsoever. So you've done, you've done the Lord's work. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I have a sticker. There you go. Oh my God. <laughs> Jackie lifted them up and threw them two inches. <laughs> and you made hungry people get up and do extra work. What are you going to get? You going to get some Portuguese chicken? Oh, I want you to get Portuguese chicken. Uh, that doesn't Montreal's sound quick. doing amazing uh, chicken. Oh, is it? Oh, very nice. Classic Canadian food. Well, okay. Does anyone else have to go to a show? Okay, no, I saw, you are that lady, you're drinking. That lady in the third By row. the way, I notice all your movements, okay? You, you, you think you're doing things furtively? I see you itching. <laughs> I see you squirming. I know it. That's why I don't do, go up with a story I don't have a punchline to. I see the squirming. Okay, you're, you guys are free to go. That's You're okay. You're free to go. Thank you. What, now, what do you... Th get, say goodbye to these brave soldiers. Yay! They fought a good fight. You stuck it out as long as you could. Good for you. Have fun Here's, at what do you think show? about What do you think about uh, harvesting old tweets from uh, Sarah Silverman I and Pat Oswalt? Say, say, what do you think about ending this podcast right now? <laughs> Uh, I think it's it's ridiculous. It's uh, well, they were going after Michael Ian Black and Michael Patton Ian Black and, and, uh, and Sarah. Sarah. That was a pretty good molestation joke Sarah had. I I liked it. I thought it was funny. It Which was like it was. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase it. It's not going to be exactly what she said, but it was about molestation and how 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 soon before it, it was. It made it sound like the child was coming onto her and she didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's a fun look. Okay, it's got to be in your wheelhouse. You got to like molestation jokes. I don't mind any jokes that are funny and just weird. No, no, of I'm course pro, she's not a child molester. I, I, I'm pro all jokes that are funny. Yeah, um, child molesters don't joke about it, okay? They're actually no. very secretive about it, okay? <laughs> they don't want people to know about it. Actual pedophiles are on the DL, okay? Oh my God! It's true. They're, they're running not crafting for state tweets assembly about it. in Georgia. That's they, what they're doing. Yes, and, and they're trying to have you not they're, know that they're, they have. They're doctors and coaches at universities. Okay, <laughs> they're not fucking comedians. <laughs> right. Oh, do you remember that? I showed you that article about the comedian. This was the headline: Aspiring comedian murders his mother. And, uh, 
well, if I uh, if I ever uh, end up in the paper, please do not refer to me as an aspiring comedian. <laughs> call me a failed comedian. I call, wonder. Call, call Every, me. She didn't have work this week, so she killed everyone. <laughs> Keisha. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's a closing laugh. Have we done enough time? <laughs> she would have told us. No. How much? Uh, they're or, studying are, are we what their to next an hour show or are we is. Doing? <laughs> How much time have we done? No, 25 minutes. Yeah. Wait, live no. it up. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Well, well, why don't we take questions from the audience? Does I anyone don't have, have 25 minutes? Wait, we st- wait. When did we start talking uh, <laughs> extemporaneously? You've done the Lord's work. Oh Get, my God! Good... Everyone's fleeing for their next shows. That's because you're driving them out. It, don't pull a bell. This oh. anyway. So, uh... <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> she was hilarious. The when, insults when don't she stop. does regular stand-up, I like Paula Bell. Okay. And uh, if uh, if she listens to this, no mm-hmm. one's going to be more surprised than me if I get an email saying, "What the fuck?" But I'm going to say, "Hey, you were mean." Let me ask them. How long do you? Think think we're doing <laughs> well i don't want to hear about your pain what so we yeah so we did like 10 minute sets yeah so Maybe. that's not 25 more minutes we're right at an hour right but we were supposed to go to six so let's do another we could do another 10 okay <laughs> does anyone <laughs> and i'm in a comfy chair you're in a comfy chair. These people are riveted by your personality. <laughs> they want to know what it was like in the 80s when you started doing stand-up comedy. Was it a different time? Was it a simpler time? There, listen. Was cocaine a drug back then? <laughs> what was there, it like? There are so many comics that have been doing it 10 years that are acting like they're grizzled veterans. I can't, I can't listen with a straight face anymore about how long they've been doing comedy. I know. And it's they funny. have more Netflix shit going on than I do, right, which is right. zero. I mean, which everyone is, does. That's so what, does that aspiring comedian who murdered his family. He and I have the same career on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Stanhope's going to go visit him because uh, that's what he does. He <laughs> likes to find people that are in jail and then go visit them. <laughs> and, uh, and he loves it when they're, they pretend to be comics. And then I, But after I showed you that, I looked up his career, his aspiring career, and he's not a stand-up. He's a he's a sketch comic. Oh, and I was going to oh, ask you. Well, that makes total sense. <laughs> Stay away from those motherfuckers. They are all murderers. They're sketch people. <laughs> They're all murderers. <laughs> it's uh um, what about uh? I was going to ask because if if uh, if Big J is doing crowd work and calling it stand up. It, no, what's it's called? What's your fucking deal? It's not a calling it stand up. It's a it's a comedy show of crowd work only. Okay. Yeah. There's the, the I'm. I'm exhausted by the theme. I just want to do my... I've, I've, I've taken the time to write stand-up comedy. <laughs> Please don't make me play Jenga. And then right. tell but my jokes. He does. That's what he does. So it is his show. I mean, I'm a guest on his show. I can do crowd work. I don't normally... I like to back into crowd work, you know, like tie it into a joke. Boop, or just boop. be... <laughs> All right. This is... I can't believe I'm forced to go on to 6 o'clock with this. <laughs> You've, you've run out of ideas yourself, and you're just trying to prove it now. I am having the time of my life. By the way, can I, I keep, just tell you guys? I keep running into people, and I know I know them, but I can't remember their name. Everybody so, looks. There's six people in the fucking world. <laughs> Everybody, whatever but, you look like, I've seen it. When I and when you I have re- to introduce yourself. When I know I know their name, I shout it. Like I saw Chris Gethard. I'm like, Chris, hi. <laughs> 
I've seen Gary Mann three times. I was like, Gary Mann. Gary Mann. And then yesterday I went on a long walk, uh, found out the hard way that Montreal does not have lift. Uh, And so uh, I had to walk back and my foot really hurt. And so uh, the elevator was closing and Gary Mann was, I said, Gary Mann, hold that elevator. Look at you, first and last name. I'm I'm a big fan of first and last name. It helps me remember people if I have their first and last name. I thought I was talking to Gary Mann last night, but then it went Jeff Singer? Was it Jeff Singer? (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) the guy left, it wasn't Gary Mann. Either way, I didn't say much because I wasn't 100% sure. Right. But I didn't say Gare. That was my triumph. I walked, I was so tired from that walk, and then I ran into five comics that I wanted to talk to at length. Maggie May, Mm -hmm. Judah Friedlander, Chad Daniels, Sean Chad Daniels is here? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Sean Patton. um, I've seen the rest of those. Helen Hong. Uh, wow. Don't say Sloan. I ran I was, into her. I was like, I want to, why don't we just go get coffee? And they're like, gone. Because <laughs> everyone's just sort of either finding a corner to hide in or they have to go talk. Uh, they have to be interviewed by Netflix. Judah's just on the couches by the elevator. He's oh, just out he? on the couches like this, <laughs> legs akimbo. He's ready to talk to anybody. You could just oh, sit next see. to Judah and do a, like a little bit. Judah's when I recognize instantly. There's no one that looks like Judah. It's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Judah's. Judah's. Uh, it's the hat helps. Um, I'm gonna have a hard time putting my legs together. I like sitting like Judah. This is this is the way to well, live. If you're gonna find a new uncle. Uh, you gotta... <laughs> oh man! I thought I went to that well too many times. <laughs> That's the fifth uncle callback for the first one for this podcast. So right, luckily exactly. it makes no there sense. There you go. So it's, uh, people got to, uh, they, they got to figure it out. So what do you, are, are you working next week? Um, yes. I, I was going to take uh, the, the, these two weeks off and take my son to Germany so that he could feel comfortable amongst the German people and then maybe go to well, college there one day. Right. Because it would be free for us. And they're going to be the heroes in World War III. Exactly. So good for them. But instead, we're going to Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> That's right. You're doing I, like Go Bananas And we're going to Go right? Bananas. And okay. the doctor said he could fly by next week. And okay. I figured it's, he's either at home alone with my mom all day, who is just now walking around the house like Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey, just like she's going to order troops to India or something. Uh, <laughs> Just look like moving with the cane and looking at everything. Or I bring him with me to Cincinnati and maybe we could do one activity a day before his leg hurts too much. And then he could just sit in the hotel room and uh, play video games like his, his, his horrible, wonderful... The, the summer sucked because he is on uh, off his feet, but it's great because he's been on YouTube nonstop. So right. he's and making he's, the best he's of He's making it. some real Overwatch. What is he playing? Fortnite? Fortnite, yes. He playing, yeah, he's, he's, he's making some real inroads, you guys. He's doing, he's doing good work. <laughs> Did he use the comic book thing that I gave him? The Maybe. Book? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Oh, and yeah. I, guess, guess what? I don't call. You don't. <laughs> I don't call him. I'm like, you're, it's our vacation from each other. I get to pretend I'm a comic only. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I get the credit for being a mom because I do mom jokes, but I'm not parenting one fucking bit at this, uh, right. at this festival. You're sleeping it out. And sleeping plus, it out. we'll be all over each other in Columbia, in Cincinnati. He'll be so. right there. Saying, yeah. What are you doing now, mom? What are you doing now? I won't be able to get away from him. That's true. What, what is there to do in Cincinnati? I wonder. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Let's end on that laugh, please. It's 5.56. <laughs> 
Lori would like to leave now. So thank you so much for supporting Alive Jackie Yay, and Lori. thanks for coming to our show. You guys can have stickers if you oh, want. Oh, we have stickers if you want them. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 